It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where dominating your commercial real estate market is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's A Billion Sold Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of A Billion Sold Podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. I am glad you're on the podcast today. This is Darren Garman, of course, and uh, welcome. Wherever you are, however you may be listening to me today, I am glad to have you, and I do sincerely mean that. That's not just talk. Uh, It is sincere. So thanks for joining me today. Uh, I'm going to talk about something a little bit different today, but it is going to really relate to what you have going on in your life um, not only business-wise, but personal-wise, too. So I, I, I not really, um, I didn't really set out with, uh, with this podcast to, you know, like cover all the bases. So, I mean, this week. So I didn't set out to, you know, make sure we cover personal and business and financial and all that. So that wasn't really the, the, the case. But it, the good news is, is it, it is going to work out that way. So, uh, so it's going to be good, but we're going to look at it and we're going to hit this from a different angle. And um, what I'm about to talk to you about, you are going to be able to relate to uh, in a lot of ways. Um, some more than mo, some more than others, you know, but you will be able to relate to this. And uh, I can tell you that how you deal with this. Uh, and the and the way you go about dealing with it has an unbelievable impact in your success as um, a person, a student, a commercial real estate broker, a commercial real estate investor, apartment investor, real estate owner, investor, um, mom, dad. Uh, son, daughter, aunt, uncle. I mean, grandma, grandpa. I mean, it really does. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not. Don't. I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back, just thinking I'm just covering so many bases with just this one topic. You know, that I've got like that power and that knowledge because I mean, I, I mean, I don't, and I don't want to come across like I think I do because I, I don't, and I admit that uh, big time. Uh, but what, what I want to talk to you about is dysfunction and dysfunctional behavior. Uh, and more to the point, the dysfunctional behaviors and situations that you've been around, um, maybe as a kid, maybe as an adolescent or a child growing up, uh, maybe as a small business owner, Maybe as a mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or brother or sister. Uh, we have all, uh, I would say probably without exception, we've all been subjected to dysfunction in our lives. Some a hell of a lot more than others. Uh, some have written books about it and, um, and, there, are other, and there are others that uh, maybe not so much, but um, there are varying degrees of dysfunction that we've all seen, 
been a part of, experienced, um, that we had no control over. So this isn't a um, this isn't a, a subject matter or podcast where I'm talking about your dysfunction or my dysfunction because I mean I've got them, uh, you've got them, we've all got dysfunctional habits tendencies we we we, we do to varying degrees. Um, uh, we're not perfect, uh, but I'm not talking about you personally or me personally. I'm talking about the dysfunctional issues, situations, experiences you've been involved in that were brought upon you that you did not have control over. Okay, uh, you did not um, initiate the dysfunctional experience. It just happened to you. Let's just put it that way. It's probably the easiest way to put it. Whether personal, business, financial, um, it happened to you. So just a couple quick quick things on me. So I grew up in a uh, small two-bedroom home with my grandfather, grandmother, uncle, and my mother. It was cozy, to say the least. And there was um, a couple of uh, folks that lived in that household that were alcoholics and had really bad alcohol problems. And, you know, without getting into a whole bunch of ugly uh, situations and stories, um, it was not fun uh, growing up in that house. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of nights I did not want to go home uh, when I was not at home or, you know, at a buddy's house or something. So... Uh, so, so there's that. And, um, you know, the other part of that that's, that's kind of related to it is, so when I was growing up, I did not, uh, I didn't have a father. Now my uncle, thank God, you know, did a great job as filling in as like the father figure for me. Uh, otherwise I, I can guarantee you, I wouldn't even be talking to you on this podcast. So, um, so he did a really good job, but you know, as, as a boy growing up, you know, you need your dad. And uh, having a dad around to do things with your dad that dads and sons do, uh, growing up, sharing things, doing things together, um, the whole uh, A to Z of father-son relationship, you know, I did not have that. Um, in addition, was dealing with the, uh, you know, that... Um, uh, the alcohol issue in the house. Now, uh, so I'm not I'm not doing this to tell you my tale of woe and for anybody to feel sorry for me because that's not my point. Okay, but let me tell you what I'm, I'm getting to my point, which is which really is. So what did I choose to do with what happened to me? So I grew up and had that dysfunction going on um, in my uh, uh, in my personal life. So what did I choose to do with that? Well, let me tell you what a lot of people choose to do. A lot of people choose to uh, take the easy way out when it comes to being a, um, let's just say an innocent victim, I guess would be the maybe a, a way to put it, of dysfunction. Let me tell you what they do. Uh, they take the easy way out and then they turn into behave, act like, and steer their lives in the same direction that they were steered when some of this dysfunction occurs, right? So a lot of times, 
um, alcoholic children themselves become alcoholics themselves. Um, uh, uh, kids that um, or adolescents that are subject to, let's just say, physical or mental abuse uh, growing up, a lot of times they can be abusers themselves and, and on and on. Uh, and that happens a lot. Um, but uh, where I think you and I have our power when it comes to personal kinds of dysfunction that we've dealt with, uh, that we've been, um, uh, that we've experienced, is not so much taking the way out where you claim you're a victim, you default to the easy way, and you behave and act like what you were exposed to. That's the easy way out. The hard way out is to say the following to yourself. It is to say, what have I learned and experienced so I know what not to do? Okay. So what have I learned or experienced in my life, uh, young, adolescent, growing up, teenager, young adult, whatever it is, whenever it was, what have I, what have I experienced so I know what not to do? And what am I going to do so I don't do that? That's like the more powerful way to go. And that's the way the successful person goes. That's the direction they go. The unsuccessful person goes in the easy direction of making up the excuse. Because it's easy to make the excuse because you're going to get like the understanding, the pat on the back from people about that. Oh, I understand you. You grew up in an abusive family, and I understand. And 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 so you've got a story to tell, and you can always kind of go back on that dysfunctional story. Well, when I grew up, it was an alcoholic situation, and this is the reason why I do what I do. Okay, it's a really easy default. Well, the reason Susan's the way Susan is is she grew up in an abusive household, and that's the reason why she's the way she is and acts the way she acts. Um, the reason why he's the way he is and uh, why he's, uh, you know, putting three 12-packs down a day is, like he grew up in an alcoholic suit. So what do you expect? And so um, it's really easy to default to that kind of stuff, I think. But the successful and strong person basically says bullshit to that and says, hey, what in the hell did I learn from all of the shit that I went through, Okay. What have I learned from the shit that I've went through and experienced so I now know what not to do? Okay? That's like the powerful position to be in here. And that's the position most people should be in. Um, and if you want to be a successful person, that's the attitude you got to have and that's the outlook you got to have. Okay? But it's harder to do that because there's no excuse making. Right? Um, there's no easy way out. Uh, because, I mean, quite frankly, the reason why people aren't as successful in anything, anything, is because it's hard work. It's harder to be successful. And so when you can take the easy way out of whatever, it's just, well, easier. So it's easier to claim victimhood and this is what I went through when I was growing up or this is what I experienced at this age and now this is that's the reason why. And so... Look, I'm not a psychologist, and I don't claim to be one. Promise. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is the way we've got to look at things if you want what you want. Okay? 
what did I learn through the shit that I went through? Um, whatever your shit is, and believe me, some are a hell of a lot worse than what I've talked about. And what am I going to not do as a result of that? So you, you, I go back to me again, just using me as an example. So a couple things. So let's talk about the alcohol thing. Um, you will not find me drunk and boozy ever, wherever. Now, do I like to drink a beer? Heck yes. I even like IPAs. The hoppier, the better, right? I like hoppy beers and I like trying new beers. But you're not going to see me drunk and boozy anywhere, um, especially around my family. It's not going to happen because I learned I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that, right? Um, you know, like being a father. Like, so, you know, my dad, not around, okay? So you can damn well bet I'm around all the time. Um, I have been there for all of my kids. Uh, I've been a husband to my wife all of the time. And again, I don't want you, I'm not coming across like I'm like Superman here and I'm bragging because I'm not, because that, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just telling you, that's what I do. That's what I've done. I mean, I've seen 485,000 soccer matches and gymnastic meets and football games and wrestling matches. And, um, and that's just the sports stuff. We're not even talking about, you know, all the other things that we've been involved in or that I've been involved in making sure I've been there for with and by my kids. Why? Why? Well, because there wasn't a dad there for me. And so it's important for me to learn what not to do and, you know, be the guy there for my kids and the husband there for my wife, right? So uh, so those are a couple of examples. So that's like the personal side of things. But let's talk about business stuff here for a second. How many of us have been through dysfunctional business experiences or financial experiences, right? That, again, there's a difference between us causing our own harm with maybe some dumb financial decisions that we've made or, um, you know, kind of we're like the instigator of maybe some of our financial or business or financial issues that maybe we've run into. But we've had some that have just been kind of, um, that we've experienced, right? So, um, you know, I went through a uh, period here about uh, a couple of years ago where uh, hired a couple of folks to come in and do some things for our management company and um, came highly recommended and so said all the right things, uh, great references and all of all of that um and so at the end of the day you go over a year there's um uh, money missing there's um inadequate subpar management of our properties um to a point where um we had a box full, and I'm talking a box full, a box full of bills that had not been paid, utilities to contractors that were just sitting in a box, not paid, just they'd come in, they'd throw them in a box, they wouldn't pay them. Um, as well as I said, money missing, 
you know, going to Home Depot and buying yourself uh, some goodies for your home or your, um, you know, I, I could go on and on. And so, you know, we found that out, fired them, and and so now, going through that dysfunctional experience, <clears throat> now I know what not to do in terms of uh, what my involvement is personally with our management company, uh, with the things that I need to know, see, and understand, as well as the way we hire people and who we hire. So now I've learned what not to do um, as a result of that. Uh, then there's things like investments that you maybe be, have been involved in or maybe financial things you've been involved in. So um, maybe you've been involved in a partnership where, you know, maybe someone stole money, uh, you didn't know about it, and you're out a bunch of money. Well, now you know what you know and you know what not to do next time. Um, you know, I've been involved in a handful of properties that were big money losers, Okay. Um, apartment properties, a couple commercial properties that uh, we lost money on. And, you know, looking back at those, there was a hell of a lot of dysfunction going on there with those properties, how they were operating, what was going on in the background, uh, what was happening. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a surprise that they ended up being money losers uh, for us. And so um, I used to call them, I still do, magic wand property. So, um, you know, they're so damn dysfunctional that you could wave a magic wand at them, abracadabra, hocus pocus, and even if you had the, the magic spell to change them into profit-producing properties, they would still find a way to counteract the spell and not produce any profit. So... Uh, so you, you learn from those financial mistakes, business mistakes, what I would call financial and business dysfunctional things. And so when I say learn, again, I mean now when that happens, are you going to be the kind of person that claims to be a victim and, oh, well, he's the way he is because... They lost money in this. Um, they're the way that they are, that couple. They act the way that they do. They're pissed off at the world. Um, they're mad and grouchy all the time because of what happened uh, when they invested in X or um, when they were involved with, you name, the financial business transaction, whatever that they may have been involved in. Um, and so the point is, what are you going to do with the information? Uh, the shit that you go through uh, from a personal standpoint or the shit that you go through with your financial world, your business world, the, the things that you run into, are you going to claim to be a victim and take the easy way out, um, get all of the kind of sympathy that you're looking for and you're going to feed off of that or you're going to dust yourself off say to yourself now i know what not to do and not do it okay and become a more successful person doing it 
because the dysfunction that happens to us, folks, is always going to happen to us. We live with other human beings and around other human beings. So it's going to happen. And so the quicker you decide to see the dysfunction as it is, and sure, mope around a little bit if you want, feel sorry for yourself for a while, um, you know, maybe beat yourself up a little bit if you want to, you know, and I'm talking about that figuratively, of course. Sure, do that. Hell, I do it. But you got to move on. And then what am I not going to do in the future? So, you know, you fast forward to today, there's there's dozens of decisions I make every day as a result of knowing what not to do, as a result of being involved with whatever kind of dysfunctional issue experience I've been involved in. Dozens a day. And I'm getting to where I want to get to faster as a result. Now, if I default and go the other way and look mainly for sympathy and wallow in it for a long time and just be a victim, I'm not going to get a damn thing done that's going to be productive, that's going to help me in the short term or long term. So what are you going to do the next time you're involved in some kind of a dysfunctional situation, some kind of a dysfunctional issue or experience that happens to you personally, okay, financially, business-wise, entrepreneurially, um, in whatever you feel is important to you, when those dysfunctional things happen, what are you going to do? The successful person will say to themselves, what am I not going to do as a result of the shit that I've gone through and what I know now? Sure, another way of really looking at it and putting it in one word is experience. Experience. So based on the experience, what am I not going to do? What have I learned? How is it going to help me as I move forward personally, financially? What am I not going to do? All right. So, hey, I hope this has been a good podcast for you today. I told you I was going to cover both, you know, kind of all bases here. I mean, I hit the personal stuff. I hit the business and financial stuff. We hit all of that. And look, the bottom line is this. If you're stuck in any point in your life on anything, it's mainly probably because of you, right? It's probably because something you're doing. Um, you're slowing yourself down. You're putting the brakes on yourself somehow, somewhere, more than more than likely in most situations. And I bet you a lot of it probably stems back to what we just covered here. So it pays to at least reflect a little bit, think about it, and make sure you're moving forward, knowing what you know, knowing what not to do, and being in the most positive direction you can be, personally, business-wise, whatever, all right? Okay, look, I want you to have a great rest of your day. 
Uh, I want you to have a great weekend or rest of your week, whenever you're listening or however you have joined me on this podcast today. Uh, Again, sincerely, I appreciate it. Love to hear your comments. Would love to get your feedback. I, I respond to all comments and feedback, especially if they're emailed to me. Uh, especially you commercial brokers and investors. I hear from you guys a lot, so and keep it coming. I like to hear from you uh, as well as those folks that um, get in touch with me from time to time on the more personal things. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Have a great rest of your week. Talk to you later. See you. Bye. Thanks for joining A Billion Sold Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.myplatinumclub.com.